¿Cómo estás? Hello. Margie. Hello. Hey. Aaron. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. there you are. Hi, hi. All right. Okay. All right. So I'll count us down. Ooh, let's okay. do an avatar Mary Baba KJ. Okay. Yes. All Ready? Right. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Avatar, Avatar Baba, Baba Key <laughs> It's really hard to do it over the phone. Oh no. <laughs> That's all right. She can be on the podcast. She all right. To be on it. <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the New Life Podcast. I'm your host, Margie Connor, and I'm the New Life Coach. We have a very special episode today. We have a guest who is super near and dear to my heart. Um, this is Aaron Hemian. Say hi, Aaron. Hello, everybody. Aaron is an amazing soul who kind of came into my life like a flash. And we just had this like great brother sister love that I don't I don't know how to describe anyway besides that. Um he yeah has incredible art when it comes to working with the subtle world um his understanding and appreciation for nature is so incredible he's actually created a small business which he's going to tell us all about of from what i understand it's like marrying nature with energy would you say that's the best way to kind of sum it up Uh, yeah it's working co-creatively with nature to help us humans basically. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm very excited to get into more of that. Um, he, he's done energy cleansing for people. He's helped lots of people. I know for me, kind of probably unbeknownst to him, when it comes to working with the psychic subtle realm, he's been one of his mentors. Um, and so I'm just really excited to have him and hear what his insights are. You excited, Aaron? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I love this. I love you, Margie. So this is, oh, this is fun. I love you, too. Um, so Aaron and I kind of talked before and was like, oh, which direction do we want to go in? And we're going to let him take it away. But I do want to give a quick breakdown of his astrology and human design. So I've done Aaron's chart for him a couple of times. Um, or I think it was one time, but I did your human design before. And so just for the listeners... He is a incredible Capricorn with Virgo rising, zero degree Scorpio moon. And so having a zero degree Scorpio moon means like you are walking into a new life of understanding when it comes to the intense emotional world. So that is like a pioneer of like the dark and the deep and the psychic waters, which is exactly kind of like the world that you're living in. And then (laughs) to amplify it, uh hold on, I his human design so aaron's a generator and he has gut intuition and so i think we've talked about this before but everything that you're going to feel is going to come from your gut and it kind of speaks in like yes and no's you know when you know something's right for you there's no black and white it's like yes this is right no it is not um yep. yeah go ahead <laughs> that's good it's good yeah it's good so far and you're like, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My gut is telling me, yes, that's right. <laughs> and then um, I don't think I actually don't think I told you about this before when I read your um, read your human design, but you're a three five. 
And so basically what that is, is the first half of your life is spent doing nothing but trial and error. And so usually for people who are three fives, when they get to the midpoint of their life, usually around like, you know, thirties ish, mid thirties, they kind of feel like they've gotten nowhere, but then all of a sudden they make, start making progress and having success at such an exponential rate because they've been taking in all of this information and making every mistake so that they really have figured out a perfect structure and system. And then they actually become a, a source of leadership that people turn to for like to be advised what they should and shouldn't do. I got the chills. That's awesome. Oh, I <laughs> That's so comforting and validating because I have been making a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been learning, but it's like, and I have been kind of frustrated with progress in some areas. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's, that's awesome. Great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I also feel like you're at that point in your life right now where you're at this transition period. And I can even feel it in you that you're kind of like, it's like, I think it took you just some time to get settled in your gifts and like, you know, get settled in who you are. But now yes. you're kind of like, screw it. I am who I am. And I'm going to make the most incredible things happen from it. Yeah, it's actually, I was just talking to a friend a couple of weeks ago. I feel like I've gone over the top of the hill and I'm starting mm. to go downhill. So I was like, finally. Oh my God. I just had this beautiful image of you just flying down a hill. Oh my gosh. I was just talking to you about a, your toboggan, just like sliding down a hill on a sled with this big smile on right. your face. And just so you guys have an image, Aaron looks a lot like the prince from Shrek. And so his hair is just like flowing in the wind. <laughs> I, I want that for you. All right. So last thing. Um, that I'm going to go over. So your life path, everybody has a different life path, but it's kind of like, it's not just the, the overall theme of their life. It's the theme that should play out in every aspect. Like the universe doesn't discriminate whether it's your career or your relationships or a trip to the grocery store. It's the way that your life manifests. And I think this is so interesting because when I did his chart before I got the sentence, a lot of times I will kind of intuitively get a sentence about somebody and it was like the blueprint for the leader of the new humanity. And I, without looking at your human design before, so this is, it's crazy because it totally lines up. So you're the right angle cross of laws. So you're here to be a stabilizing force for society as we move into the new age. Well, this, this podcast is over. We're done. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, is <there> anything else? <laughs> But that's so you. And so now from there, like, I feel like you just got validated in what you do. And now I want to hear like how you've gotten to that place where you can be that guiding force for other people. Yeah. You know, that's such a great question. Um, a lot of, and for a lot of people who are seeking and interested. And first, I just want to say that, uh, I, you know, thank you, Margie, for such a great introduction. And that I, <laughs> I still think of myself as like a complete novice with these kind of subtle arts and working with nature, but I will sh obviously share my, what I've learned and picked up in my experiences. Cause I, I feel like I just know a drop in the bucket. There's just so, it's so vast and there's so much, and there's so many, um, you know, the people I've learned from are just amazing. And, you know, and I'll just start, I'll just say the first thing that comes to my mind with that is, you know, I had a, I had a kind of like a, a really close friend who did it for decades. And he, um, 
was a huge guiding force of somebody who's done it before. It was kind of that stability for me to, you know, hey, I had, like, I go up to him, like, hey, I had this experience. And he was just so open and accepting and listening. So it really grounded the experience for me. So, like, I think that is really key to, like, have somebody you can kind of validate, you know, those experiences when you first start opening up with those gifts. Um, And uh, so, yeah, that's been a huge, that's the first thing that came to my mind. And so, yeah, but. So can I ask you with that, I feel like you actually, I think kind of unbeknownst to you, have been that guiding force in my life. Like when I've had some weird things happen of like psychic experience, I've gone to you and been like, Hey, I had this happen. And instead of you ever being like, mm, I don't know about that. You're like, yeah, that's definitely what you experienced. And so you, you did the whole, the same thing where you held space for someone to just understand that they're stepping into something new. Mm. So were you mm. born like this and you denied it or was it something that kind of came with age and you discovered like tell me about your journey of kind of even starting to understand these experiences yeah so I I kind of was like a half asleep my first (laughs) three years of my life like I was just some background I was the youngest of seven kids Um, my parents were both working and it was busy so there was not a lot of space for me personally but I do remember having really deep connections with my cat, with nature, especially this place up in Gloucester, Massachusetts. Uh, we go there every summer, which is this beautiful beach and ocean. And um, so I had like that and I would read like books and, and in video games, like read about things kind of in the metaphysical, just my cat Tammy, be her, her. Um, <laughs> and so not really, uh, it wasn't until after college, I think once the college bubble was starting to end, and I was like, "Oh, what do I got to do for my, for my life?" And what did you was, wait? What did you go to college for? Uh, environmental studies. Okay. Environmental, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, and then I oh, and then I went on a trip to India. I studied abroad in India, and that kind of started cracking me open. Um, and that you know, that was kind of. And then really it was um, coming here to LA and I moved in with my brother and I met kind of, um, you, you know, Michael Kane was a huge catalyst for me. Um, just we're doing life counseling sessions and my healing journey. It's really, I think, it, I think for a lot of people with gifts, um, it, their healing journey is so closely related to discovery. Yeah. Oh, I just their- got chills. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so it's it, that, that as I started healing more, I became more sensitive, and you become more sensitive, you become more aware of things, and you have more experiences, and so on. It's like so interconnected, and and I learned about this idea of working co-creatively with nature intelligence uh, within that first six months I moved in LA, and I still remember I would I was given the garden workbook, um, which I can go in the history of that. Um, that practice but um when i was given this garden workbook which has kind of like a step-by-step how to work with nature intelligence in your garden i would like read a paragraph fall asleep like wake up fall asleep because it was like so like my hardware was overloading (laughs) because i was not i just wasn't that developed yet because i was so kind of sheltered uh so it's been since i moved to la about nine ten years ago it's just been this healing expanding discovering um 
stuff and like Dark Knight stuff. And, um, and so, yeah, I had, it was kind of, and it was also like kind of a remembering, you know, you're just remembering mm. things you've learned from past lives. And it's just like, yeah, huge downloads um, and getting up to speed, you know, it's like, all right. So, so that was kind of, um, you know, that was the same year I met, I got introduced to Mayor Baba, which, you know, is Margie's and I's spiritual master and, um, and the nature within, you know, a couple months at the same time. So, yeah. So that's actually what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask how much of your abilities and gifts sort of came to you when you heard of Mayor Baba and came to know Mayor Baba the same exact time which was brilliant because mayor baba is such a great point of view of the occult mm. of saying how it really doesn't matter <laughs> like yeah i mean sorry i should rephrase that it's like it's not that I'm, it's yes it's important and part of it but you know just remember that love you know loving mm. your fellow beings loving god loving you know however you interpret love and loving god um, is what's really important. And um, that was, I think, because I could have easily gotten lost into, you know, just being curious, like, what else can I do? <laughs> like, I think you bring up a really yeah. amazing point that like a lot of what I've noticed with a lot of people who have abilities, and even in myself, there's this, because it feels like there's so much power on the other side when you tap into it, that the ego can so easily get wrapped up that yeah. for me, like I've had to catch myself thinking that I had some special abilities, you know, when really you have to come to the terms of the fact that it's really not that special. It's just like we're tapping into something that's greater than us. Right. And I, I like to think of it, too, as like another branch of science. Too. Mm. Um, not to get so mental about it, but it's. I mean, that's how kind of Baba talks about it in his discourses. It's like this other branch of uh, science. So would you be willing to share like some of your first, because I feel like, you know, people who aren't, who are listening to this and maybe haven't had any experiences, like I think it'd be really interesting to share what some of your first ones were and then kind of how they, how they got stronger, you know, and you became more in tune with what actually was happening. Yeah, that's such a good point, um, especially in the beginning, because there's so much doubt. Because like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember this first year, I had some really strong experiences, like uh, a vision of a past life. And like, I remember I was just watching a movie and some scene I was, triggered uh, something in me. And I felt like I was watching this projector in front of my eyes of this mm. scene from a past life. And um, I like got up and like started freaking out. Like, what am I seeing? Like, what is <laughs> and my brother was like using the same. He was like, what, what, what's going on? <laughs> and you're like, I'm yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it felt so natural to me, you know, in a way, I think that's what I can look back onto that in retrospect, looking back on those spirit experiences, like some of the, the thread is how natural they feel. And like, kind of calm and um right um Mm. in a way i don't know i think at the time it definitely feels like so some more examples are um 
like I just had to draw this one picture and it was just in my mind's eye for like three days and I drew it and uh, it was the house from a past life, you know, and for whatever reason, like, you know, I had to draw it. And so some of that stuff and then like, you know, uh, when I started working in the garden with nature, I started to just really plug in to how the energy feels around me in my environment. And that is kind of like a muscle in my experience. And as the more I've done it over the years, it's like the spectrum has grown. So I can feel a greater range of vibrations and have a little bit more detail. But in the beginning, it was like, yeah, it feels more balanced, you know, <laughs> and, um, oh, something doesn't feel right here, and there's something like that, and, you know, when I would work in the garden, um, so just to give a little background of working with nature, there's this, uh, from this practice, uh, Michelle Wright, Michelle Small Wright, she's a nature researcher in Virginia called Paralandra, um, use Google Paralandra, Michelle Small Wright, uh, just a website with lots of tons of information and books, which I was wondering, I was thinking of giving you her, one of her books. She has this great, oh. she has this great book called Be- Behaving as if God is in everything. Oh, um, I love that title. Yeah. And she had some really r- rad experiences. So reading like that too, um, about what she's done and reading the discourse of Baba about the cold and having my you know, Michael Caine as kind of like a root and soundboard and then going out into my garden and the way it works is I connect with the nature intelligence, um, which is like devas, nature spirits and uh, pan. And I just ask like a simple yes, no question. You know, am I to add zucchini in the garden this year? Am I to add tomatoes? And like you kind of go through the mm-hmm. list in the beginning and you get yeses or nos and then where am I to plant? Am I to plant it in raised bed one? Am I to plant it in raised bed two? And super mm-hmm. tedious in the beginning. Um, and that was just like gut feelings. So that was like a really simple, like, you know, just like, oh yeah, I feel like tomatoes are supposed to be in this raised bed. I'm like, oh, I feel like zucchini needs to be here too. And there should be three of them and they should be right here. So that, those are just like those light gut feelings of direction um, yeah. that I was receiving from, you know, it was like, not from me. Cause I was like, well, I have no idea why they would go. <laughs> and I, I think that's actually a really important point. Um, when you have these experiences or get this information, it's like remembering that I was never thinking about that the past week or so. So this is like something new coming in that my, my ego or did it, bring in does that that kind of make sense no I totally yes absolutely it makes sense it's like you don't know where all of a sudden you know something and you're experiencing it as your own logical thought but you're like I have no idea where this came from right I suppose like I just had a conversation with somebody about cookies like a couple hours ago and then I like I think I got a download about cookies (laughs) okay, it's probably not a download and it doesn't have the right feeling to it. So it's like stuff like I did a lot of that in the beginning of just being, you know, like meditating really helps to create that 
space in between um, to kind of yeah, have more awareness of is that me or you know is that my ego trying to make something up or is mm. that like some real information coming from beyond me or from some outside source um yeah it's really interesting you say that too because I feel like in the moment like I've had that happen many times that I'm like is this me or is this actually what is and then in hindsight like even 15 minutes later if you make a decision based on you know whatever you always know like after you make the decision there's no questioning like whenever I've shared something or thought something if it was wrong and it really wasn't a download of some sort or I made you know made a decision I immediately know that it wasn't of clear intuition Mm, yeah exactly yeah it just comes through like it, there's a there's a resonance that feels different in the physical body than yeah. when it's of thought. Um, that, oh, I think that's so key because I've heard of so many different ways. Like people have like a physical reaction in their body, mm. like if it's right, or like some people will hear a certain noise, or like like you have to find that kind of thing where you can kind of rely on um, that this is you know, valid information coming in or experience or something. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Can I, so can I ask you another question? Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Um, so I have clients that I work with and also myself. Like, I think that you're often the people that you run into that you're supposed to help and guide are generally people who have, are experiencing the same thing that you've experienced because you know how to heal them. And so they're attracted to you, you know, like that's what the universe sends you. So, yeah. um, a lot of my clients that I work with I find them that they, they heal and they're on this journey. And then all of a sudden they have some weird experience. Right. And then this immediate rush of fear comes over them. And I'm just curious uh... if you experience, cause that, that was for me, as soon as I was able to tap in, I was terrified because I couldn't control it. And so I'm just curious what your experience was and how you kind of dealt with that. Yeah. I think you know, my childhood and teenage years helped prime me because I've always been a little bit of an outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of have that benefit. So, I mean, I can share. So we're in working with the nature. We do, I do kinesiology and I close my thumb with my pinky and, you know, I'll ask yes or no to nature. And I try to push the thumb and pinky away. And if that circuit breaks, that's a no. But if it stays connected, that's a yes. So I'll be, I'll be standing in the Home Depot nursery, mm-hmm. standing there in front of plants, like with my fingers up like this, like asking yes or no to this. And I, was, I remember just feeling like these people think I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, I see the employee just staring at me. He's been standing in front of those plants for 10 minutes. Like, what is it doing? And it, I, I kind of got to a point where it was like, I just cared so much about getting the right plants for my garden that I was just like, I just, I just don't care. People think I'm, I just did it enough. I think I just kept going and showing up and doing it that um, I just like, who cares if they think I'm mad. And I think (laughs) that is like the best tool of just keep taking action. Just keep following like what your gut says, what experience you had and um, whatever information you get, like acting upon it. And then like those thousands, those hundreds and 
thousands of experiences build up and that's what really builds like that confidence um, and trust in your abilities you know mm-hmm. um, I want to share something that you told me that like kind of blew my mind because I feel like I, I like I went through this healing journey and then all these capabilities started kind of just showing up and I was like I forgot for me I was terrified but I called I called Aaron one day because I had this experience and he said this phrase to me that like blew my mind you said we are in control of the physical realm and so anything that is coming to visit us whether it's nature spirits or um, Mm. people from the other side they are coming like they're needing our help rather than us needing theirs you know and I think it gave me this amazing perspective of like I don't have to fear it because like I actually have the control. And so I'm just curious, is that something that you kind of were given that download within yourself or it was your own firsthand experience or someone told you? Yeah, I, I learned that from uh, Michael because he has experience of uh, helping people transition and dealing with a lot of spirits and what he's learned from his guides and he passed it down. And then from just personal experience of having visitors and, and I'm so glad you bring, you bring this up because I think there's a lot of mis- misinformation about this and people don't know and a lot of people are suffering and don't need to be and mm-hmm. that, you know, we are in a phys- this is our world in a physical body out here on earth and spirit, you know, yes, there are spirits. Some of them are, dead and don't know and they might just they might be just trying to get your attention and usually you just need to say like hey you're dead you know and if you know somebody knows how to transition people like send them those spirits to that person and so they can help them give them guide them in the right way um and then there are mischievous spirits you stick around and you know they know a few tricks (laughs) they know how to Mm -hmm. flick a few you know, they know that range of energy that f- turns on and off electricity. They know how to manifest flies or whatever. Just these weird little, and that's kind of it, you know, and they well, they need, that's why you'll feel nauseous if there is one around you because they're literally sucking your life force because they need that to be closer to the gross plane. And since it's our world and we're in a body, they, we say, hey, you have to leave me alone or you're not allowed in my home uh and you say that um well the direction or yeah sorry this is kind of an important piece of you know s- setting up some kind of boundary with spirits is you say before, especially if you go, before you go into bed it sets up this kind of energetic fence that you know it has like a signpost of there's like a circle of energy around you and then a signpost that like says that like no spirits allowed and they can't they will they can't even come close to you and uh and i know when i had some visitors and i started implementing that boundary i haven't had any since but i had a recent visitor lately that was kind of freaky but he came to my apartment when i wasn't there (laughs) oh boy so i just set a boundary in my apartment too i was like wow in the air yeah. No, that that literally is probably like one of the most helpful pieces of information that I've ever gotten was when you told me that because I never understood like to me this capability was so rare and so I thought if I like tried to protect myself I would lose it. 
you know, there was this fear that if I like pushed it away at all, then I would lose all connection to the subtle realm. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was, I was like chronically fatigued for so long. And Michael was actually the first person who was like, yeah, this is what's going on with you who kind of called me out on it. Um, And then when you told me that, like, I've just started saying, I mean, I've adopted it my own way. I'm like only because I want people who, if they have message, I like, I work with a lot of clients that if they have messages from the other side and they want them given, like I want to be able to receive them. And so I just say only spirits of love and light who have the guidance and permission of mayor Baba can approach me. That's I love that. That's perfect. It's all because of of you. So thank you for that. I feel so much more like uh, safe in my own body because of that. Awesome. That makes me so happy. I I didn't know I was was having such an impact. Of course. Um, That's what's amazing about when we have these abilities was we can create that interlink with people, you know, and I'm sure that's why. So Aaron and I have only met in person. Like, well, so we, we did like a, a, we were happy to run a youth camp. So we've only, like, I feel like you're one of my best friends, but because we have this inner link connection, like we don't actually have to spend that much physical time together. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Definitely a past life connection. For know, sure. As, as they say. So. so can I ask you about, so I, we now know you have all these ability, amazing capabilities with nature and connect to nature. And so what is this little business that you've created to kind of bring this, like serve your love to the world? Yeah. So basically after, you know, seven years working in the garden and building all that up, I was really starting to feel like, man, this is really cool. You know, just the ability to get nature's advice on how to do things, which nature is a kind of the expert on balance. I mean, if you look at an untouched piece of land, everything has such a purpose and they're living it and it's so perfectly connected and balanced on the physical and energetic worlds and like we just there's so much to learn there and so much potential for humans because you know we're so good at balance because just look at the state of the world Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) um, and so i just felt like i could do more so i got michael who's been working with nature for decades I was like, hey, let's let's ask nature what more can we do to help, you know, specifically with climate change and just to help people become more aware of this, you know, working with nature in this way. And so we said it's a very big question. So obviously we weren't going to get that answer right away. Um, and so we waited, I think over a couple of weeks or a month or so. I was walking in my garden and I got this like flash of an image of three bottled solutions called sun earth and i actually thought it was moon at first but then we had what is called a coning and a coning our coning is wonderful is when you set up a proper uh, uh, sorry not proper you set up a meeting specifically with certain members of nature and certain members on the human side and it creates kind of like a, a secure conference call because yeah that's really good because when you start opening your up opening yourself up to um uh messages and information you know that those higher realms it it can also open up the door for spirits to come in they're Mm -hmm. like oh and that's you know you set up a boundary so you're good but if like people who don't they can get you know spirits just whispering whatever and you know they're like 
the wrong information. So anyway, so we had a coding um, to, and it's actually sun, earth, and ocean. So, I mean, that's a great example. Even after seven, eight years of doing it, I thought I was this one thing, but I had the meeting and we got it clarified. You know, we double checked the information. So we uh, created these bottled solutions of nature and how we create them is we, we have a coning and I asked nature to transfer all the energy of the, for the sun bottle into this uh, one cup of water do the same thing for earth and ocean, which is a beautiful, amazing thing. The energy that comes into the room and into the water is amazing. Mm. And uh, then let them sit for a while. And then I put them, I take, and that's like the concentrate version. And then I take that and I um, put it all in bottles and then put a preservative of vinegar or brandy. And then they're meant for us. They're meant for us humans to take. Um, you take seven drops on your tongue. Uh, so they're like a tincture kind of? Yeah, it's like a tincture okay. and they're energetic solutions and you just, you absorb that energy into your system and you take it every day and immediately people have said that they feel calmer, more grounded. And then over time, um, what they do is they, they cleanse and open and restructure your chakras starting from the root uh, going up, and which is kind of brilliant because you know, first it really helps you get grounded and it builds that foundation. And then the, kind of the next step is like the healing and cleansing. So you're stable through kind of, you know, when it gets a little intense with that emotional releasing and stuff. Mm. Um, and kind of how we phrase it for people is that the solutions help accelerate their personal growth, deeply grounds them, um, heightens their intuition, and uh, helps with their internal balance. They do a lot more, but that's kind of our simple four things that they do. Um, yeah. So, so you said there are three different ones. Are there certain like tinctures if you like if you're feeling a certain way that you would gravitate towards one, or do you take all three as a trio? A uh, great question. Um, yeah. So you take sun, earth, and ocean as a trio every day. Sun, then earth, and then ocean. Um, but it is encouraged that if you intuitively feel more connected to one of them and you just, and you want to take it, then you can take that one. Um, we've had people who, uh, they just love ocean and they just mm -hmm. take an extra dose of ocean every day and ocean, and they do each have specific attributes. Um, and like sun is, I mean, and the best thing about this is, so Michael is much more, gifted than I am and he can have coning sessions in nature and receive paragraphs of telepathic information from nature and so we've collected probably hundreds of pages now just about the wow. solutions and energy and just a lot of this kind of how it all works and um, about the chakras and about the Aquarian age and even stuff about Atlantis um, oh my so yeah and because yeah and so sun is really metaphysical and is really powerful and very healing we can't say healing or marketing but mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but um and that and then earth which makes sense to take it second it kind of matches that energy but in a very grounded way and, and then 
So Earth is very grounding and Earth is very, it provides the missing links for you to have a deeper connection with nature. Mm. Um, and there's a beautiful thing that we learn from nature that when we ground more and we connect more with the Earth, we, we, that in fact helps us connect more with humanity because all of humanity is plugged in and connected to Earth. Wow. Uh, yeah, so um, the grounding is so key. And then, you know, one of my favorite quotes yeah. is you can't have your head in the clouds unless your feet are planted firmly on the ground. I think yeah. that's like, it's so, it sums it up perfectly. But anyway, continue. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Cause, yeah. And, uh, and then ocean is very spiritual solution. And, you know, it's about, you know, what you, what's below the surface of your life and discovering, uh, kind of the deeper aspects of yourself and, and it's also about releasing and uh, emotional stuff and very like movement, you know, like mm-hmm. how the oceans are. Um, I can go to, there's so much more, but that is a lot right there. And they're just, I've been taking them for two and a half years now. And I, they've been a huge catalyst in my gifts actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, Cause we're talking about that, that, my sensitivities and its range have dramatically increased the last two and a half years and my confidence and um, just stability with all of that, 100%. Yeah, so it's been brilliant. Wow, that's so awesome. So I'm going to get the website from you that people, and I'll link it in the description. But cool. we're yeah. kind of coming to like a time a t- a t- like where I want to start wrapping up. And so I want to ask you if there's anything else from your heart that like, if somebody asked you what your story was, or your truth was that you just want to share that, like, it could be just like some random cool experience that happened to you when you were 23 years old. I don't care. Just something that you're like, I want to share this with the world. And I wish somebody knew this about me. Oh. Um, yeah, let me, let me think. You know, I, I, that's, that's a, I love this idea. And the thing that just comes to my mind, I guess, is that I feel like my life and my message that I hope to show to the world uh, is just like self-compassion and self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that has been such a common thing in my life and uh, it's so important for the healing arts journey, and it seems so cliche. But no, <laughs> it's, it's not. So, it's just so you know, go easy on yourself. Yeah. Uh, so my closing question, which I, I mean, I've only had three guests so far, including you, so it will be my closing question for everybody. But which you already <laughs> kind of answered. But if you could have a divine prayer for humanity what would it be? It would be I mean, there is the, you know, our beloved God prayer, which is amazing. But I think for the non Bible people out there, I think it would be to um to create love and to increase love. Mm-hmm. 
You don't need much more than that. You know, it's like I asked my, my last guest and she she's very, very well-spoken, super like intellectual and had all these amazing explanations for everything just like you did. But when I asked her this question, it was so simple. <laughs> you know, it's it's so funny. Like what we really need in this world is so simple. It's like love and that's all. Yeah. It's so simple, but... Uh, yeah, so exactly. hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron, this so, is, I actually just learned so much about you and I'm so happy that we got this opportunity for this. I love that this platform kind of allows like me to really selfishly get to know people on such a deep interpersonal <laughs> level. So thank you. Yeah. And you know, it's, likewise, it's so nice to just be asked these questions and we dive deeper like this, and especially with you. Oh, so yeah. if our my listeners want to find you, so if they want to nature, if they want to get in contact with you or buy your products, give me your, give me all your socials, your information, <laughs> where are people, your influencer status. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can check out my Instagram, Aaron J. Hemian. Uh, you know, I have some YouTube videos of like me working in the garden of nature. If you want to kind of get a closer eye about that. Um, and then you can check out our small business. It's called Sulphur Mountain Road. Uh, so you just do sulphurmountainroad.com or look us up on Instagram at Sulphur Mountain Road and you can see our solutions, the center of the ocean. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, so if they want to find you on YouTube, do they just look up Aaron Hemian? Yeah. And you'll see the blonde face. Yes. And then you guys will all believe me. I actually want everyone listening to this to look him up just so they can know <laughs> what Shrek, the Shrek Prince would look like in real life. <laughs> all right, Aaron. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on. This has been so awesome. I always love talking to you, but this has been especially good. Yeah, likewise. This is such a treat. Thank you, Marty. Well, thank you for listening, guys, and I will talk to all of you very soon.